Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. With the Borg defeated, the crew takes some downtime. Picard returns to his ancestral home to see his brother. Worf is visited by his parents on board the Enterprise, and Dr. Crusher gives Wesley a message from his dad. From September 29th, 1990, it's Season 4, Episode 2, Family. Or, wait, 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 wait. Some people like their family? (laughs) Boo. (laughs) I'm Cam. That's Dan. And this is family. Ohana means no one gets left behind. Oh, Daniel. I Look at us with our serialized storytelling. Look at that. Look at that. It's it's pretty great. I adore this episode. It's Yeah, it's pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's it's amazing. And I love the people that they chose to focus on, and it's just, it's so good. So we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk long about it. I'm not going to cry, but here's the thing. Yeah, you are. You're going to cry. Might. You're going to cry. You Shut up, Cameron. <laughs> Read the I'm thing. I'm reading the thing. On Stardate 44012.3, the Enterprise is docked at Earth Station McKinley, which is a crab looking thing that just just nicely wraps around i don't i was like i've always been like how do they get any work done with that thing what's anyway (laughs) the enterprise is undergoing repairs and refitting following its battle with the borg um three of our favorite members of the crew get to interact with their families Lieutenant Worf's adoptive parents, Sergei, played beautifully by Theodore Bickle, the original Captain Von Trapp on Broadway, and Helen Navrzenko, a fantastic singer, English singer from the 60s, Georgia Brown, uh, visit the Enterprise, having only just learned about his discommendation. Worf, though believing love and support is too human, at first is embarrassed by this, but in the end appreciates their concern. Dr. Crusher retrieves a chest from storage on Earth, and it contains her late husband Jack's mementos, including a holographic recording he made for Wesley when their child was only 10 weeks old. Beverly, though worried that the two of them have only recently truly come to terms with Jack's death, eventually gives the recording to Wesley. Wesley runs it and is uplifted by the message. It was was lovely. (laughs) And Captain Picard recovering from the sheer trauma of his assimilation, visits his family's vineyard in Le Bar, France, which is run by his elder brother, Robert, played by Jeremy Kemp, along with his wife, Marie, played by Samantha Egger, and son, René, David Birkin. Jean-Luc is considering a position on Earth with an underwater research project called Atlantis. Robert has always been jealous of his brother's success and is concerned that Jean-Luc's presence will drive René to also join Starfleet. 
The two have a bitter argument and end up wrestling each other in a mud puddle, eventually culminating in an emotional reunion, with John Luke breaking down and crying, admitting his sense of powerlessness and guilt over the things he did while under the influence of the Borg. Robert states that Jean-Luc will have to learn to live with what he did, and regardless of where he goes, and also that he's human and is capable of mistakes. Jean-Luc decides to go back to the Enterprise. The two spend the night getting drunk as they resolve their differences, and after Jean-Luc leaves, Robert decides to let René follow his dream to join Starfleet as René sits under a tree and looks up into space. And so ends Family. A lot of us in the Trek fandom view this as Best of Both Worlds Part 3, because it's just... Coda. <laughs> best of Both Worlds Part Data. I can't even. This, it has always touched me so deeply to see... Show me on the doll where it touched you. <laughs> we don't want to get into that right now. Um, like, this relationship with Picard's older brother, I relate to more than just a little bit. And I love seeing them work through their differences and, you know, kick each other's asses but end up laughing. And this is the first time that we see Captain Picard actually break down, like actually have an emotional reaction to what he's doing. That's not his own. We saw him break mm -hmm. down completely in Sarek, but those were Sarek's issues, not his own. Right. And... I adore that. And I love that we finally get to see Jack Crusher. Was he everything you'd hoped? Um, no. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to be honest. It's kind of a letdown. I was like, this is going to be a really brief cameo. You couldn't reach for a little bigger star. You can uh, get in me. Or somebody who's just like, I don't know. I've built him up so much in my head. I wanted him to just be like upsettingly hot. And the guy was, he was, he was cool. He was good looking, but... I just wanted it to be like, oh my god. <laughs> More like jacked crusher. Uh, <laughs> um oh. but, you know, this I also is... love that he was wearing the old uniform. Yeah, I did appreciate that. That was a good and touch. I love Worf's parents so very much. I adore them. I adore every second they're on screen. I know. They're so cute. Oh, they were adorable. I was like, oh, Russian parents. They must be like really. Oh, no. I just. Mm, I loved them yes. so much. They were and so And also, guy and kicking ass and being adorable and like saying that Worf always looks towards Earth. Oh, God. I, I can't. No. I just, in that moment in my uh, notes, it just says, oh, guy <laughs> But that's enough of me gushing. What did you love about this episode? I loved getting to meet Worf's parents. It was just fabulous. Um, I really, really liked that dynamic. And it was that whole plot. The scene with Guinan was just fantastic. I wrote in all caps, of course his parents are Russian. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Such a fun touch. Um, I think I've seen this episode. What? Like when I was watching it, I was like, I, I think I've seen this like on sci-fi or something. It, it, it 
there was a vague recollection of like I'm pretty sure I watched this a long time ago. Um, yeah. Anyways, I adore adore Worf's parents. His dad is so cute. Just so excited and so proud of his son. Imagine me, a petty officer with a commissioned son. Like, ah, just so cute. Also, Um, I forgot to mention that I love that we finally get to hear O'Brien's full name and his full rank (laughs) for the first time. Yeah. Yep. And it's talking to Worf's dad. Ugh. Of course it is. And I, it's, it's that thing that happens every time you like bring parents to work or school or whatever. It's like everyone's excited to meet your parents, but you're just embarrassed of them for no reason. <laughs> um, Guinan was amazing. MVP of this episode. Always. I loved her. Um, her scene with mom and dad is amazing. Uh, love everything Jean-Luc's mm-hmm. wearing. His traveling clothes and his like billowy shirts. He's just the king of the billowy Indeed. shirt. Yeah, billowy with the deep cut. He takes like like whereas Kirk style was like skin tight with like a super low V. Picard's is very flowy, very very Shakespearean. Um, it's like they knew his brothers. A, I I I don't have a brother. Um, you know I didn't. I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say I don't have a brother. I did not grow up with a brother, right? So is mud wrestling a normal way to settle things as brothers? Because it just seemed very, very gay (laughs) in the best way possible. But I was like, this, I don't think this is going to end with, I mean, I'm a little worried about what's going to happen. I mean, the punching is. Ah, gotcha. Then they just happened to fall into a mud pit. Because why mm-hmm. not? And and then they're a drunk and knock over a whole drunk, thing of muddy mess. Ugh. <laughs> I know. I did appreciate that uh, Picard has no interest in the family vineyard, and that's exactly where he's going to end up in Picard. That's funny to me <laughs> that he's just going to be stuck there. But it does make me wonder what's going to happen to his nephew. Um, I love. I really do love the the Jack message for Wesley. It's really sweet and is something I've thought about, you know, what I'm going to do for my eventual future children. Just leave them, you know, maybe I'll just start up a TikTok account that's just messages to my kids. Be like, dad's going to teach you how to floss. <laughs> Your teeth, you <laughs> idiots. <laughs> God, you're such a baby. <laughs> you baby. Uh, monsters. Uh, monsters. Monsters. Utterly and completely. Uh, and I really loved the ending. I thought, you know, let him dream. Oh, so good. So good. And the painted backdrops for the, the vineyard were great. Also... I put it together. I was like, oh, they shoot this all in California. Vineyard's easy mm-hmm. to get to. I was like, that was, that's a smart setting. Um, do they use the same vineyard in Star Trek Picard? They yep. do. Different. It's the same yeah. vineyard. It's a different house. I think the original oh. house had been. Yeah. Demolished. But same vineyard. Mm. 
Having a dog named number one. Hilarious. <laughs> Stop um, interneting. Yeah. I'm not interneting. The trailer just auto-played, okay? Yeah, but you watched it. <laughs> Engage. Except he sounds old now. It's old Picard. Engage. Because I'm old. <laughs> number one. I... Really, really had a good time. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, I just... So good. So good. But it wasn't all Worf's parents, was it, Daniel? No, no, it was not. What did you hate? It's super weird that he hasn't been home in 20 years. That's fine. Um, It's real weird that he calls his nephew uncle. Like, I didn't understand. I didn't understand what the joke was. I just thought it was cute. <laughs> a highwayman. A what? <laughs> uh, I'm not good with kids. <laughs> so, uh, just kind of like... Um, also, Marie uh, Robert's wife. Delightful character. Her costuming is a disaster. Nobody is walking around a, like, classic French place like this, like a a beautiful little chateau where you're cooking and cleaning in a kitten heel. Ain't nobody wearing no kitten heels. I was was like, that's the stupidest house shoe I've ever seen. It was like a translucent kitten heel. Like, that's doing nothing for nobody. (laughs) That's like little kid dress-up shoe. Dress like a grown-up. Um... I also thought the whole Atlantis project, they want to raise the ocean floor. I'm like, man, way to miss the mark next gen. We want the ocean level to lower. We don't want it higher. <laughs> um, and the project Atlantis, I'm like, what are they doing here? This does not sound like a good idea. This sounds like the start of a horror movie. They're making I, a new continent. It's yeah. fine. I I'm, I don't think that's a great it's idea. Not. What are they gonna localize? Do some localized terraforming on that one? I just yeah that that whole subplot was super dumb. That I was not a fan of it. Uh, also, why does he call Robert Robert, but he calls Louis Louis? It's a valid point. Like, just make up your mind. Is he French or is he British? I can't stand it. Um, also, the fact that his brother tucks in a napkin as a bib to eat. I'm like, oh, oh, you are, you're an old man when you start doing that. That ain't... Mm. I mean, granted, I do it, but that's just because I have those extra mandibles, you know? Because <laughs> I'm like a predator. My mouth just unhinges. It does unhinge a little bit, and it's like... It's Mm -hmm. like watching a sad parade. It's like watching a cobra eat a chicken. Uh, yeah. What else? What else pissed me right off? Oh yeah, my mother is never on time. Yeah, you know I hated that part too. You know women. I'm like that was my one. That was my one Griff. (laughs) Come on. It's like boo, boo. Boo. In my family, it's my dad that makes us late for everything. Well. What was there anything else that you hated about this episode? That was really the one thing that struck me. It was like, oh shit, that that couldn't have been that couldn't have aged well 
1990. Yeah, that already seems... I I don't even love the term problematic. Just it's, dumb. Like, can we just admit that a lot of this that a lot of this stuff isn't problematic? It's yep. just dumb. It's just it's like that's a dumb way to think and feel. Your feelings are stupid. Both of my parents were consistently twenty minutes early for everything, and well, that doesn't seem right. I think you're making that up. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. So you know, couldn't really be blamed. My brother w- was and is usually late for things. Um, I try to be on time, but shit happens, and I've learned that it's not something to beat yourself up over. I learned that from you. Because I don't give a fuck that I'm usually late. Well, you know, I'm on time when I need to be, which makes it more insulting and worse that I'm always late when we record. <laughs> <laughs> but you also know that I'm forgiving and also don't give fucks. I've gotten better. And I've gotten way better. It's true. And you always let me know. Although the time change has helped a lot. Yes. Shall we quote it? CPO Sergei Rojenko retired. That is amazing that that's his full I title. Know. Chief Petty Officer. Commissioned Petty Officer. <laughs> I've been a petty officer my whole life, but that's just because I hold grudges. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> we should start. We should start doing CPO, Daniel Crary. Yeah, <laughs> Chief Petty Officer. <laughs> yeah, very petty. <laughs> Would you like to do Sergey or Helena? Mm. So we talk into the school. So we talk well. So we walk into the school. And we did not know what to expect. Is Worf hurt? Is he in some kind of trouble? The door opens, and there is our little seven-year-old sitting on a chair, glaring across the room at five teenage boys, all of them with bloody noses. And then the principal looked up and said, Please tell me he's an only child. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love this episode. So good. Uh, now it's fine. My mother is never on time. It's so human of her. Actually, Worf's line is fine. It's just, it's just O'Brien going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Worf's line is fine. It's just O'Brien being like, you know, women, uh, O'Brien, I will hurt your other shoulder. <laughs> you have dishonored my mother. <laughs> I can say that. You uh, can't. <laughs> Uh, you know Russians nuclear <laughs> whistles uh, you know sooner or later everyone comes in here and they stand by those windows and they look out and they stare and they're looking for that little star they call home doesn't matter how far away it is everybody looks anyway sorry everybody looks anyway He never wanted any human food while he was growing up. Everything had to be clean. I look. I learned to cook rock egg blood pie. <laughs> However, we never quite learned how to eat it. <laughs> eh? Eh? Is this the forty-six? Forty-seven. You've been drinking too much of that artificial stuff. I don't know who this is. I hate it. Well, I like it. What do you call it? Sinfahal? Spoiled you. Ruined your palate. 
On the contrary, I think that the synth hall heightens one's appreciation for the genuine article. I know who you are. Then you have the advantage. You're my nephew, Jean-Luc, from the Starship Enterprise. Then you must be my uncle, René. I'm not your uncle. It's the other way around. Too bad. I'd rather enjoyed the idea. That's it. I should have called this episode Just Walk Away, <laughs> René. Jean-Luc, here is a little of the 47. Do not drink it all at once. And if possible, try not to drink it alone. Are you saying I have a problem? There's my tattoo right there. <laughs> Do not drink it all at once, and if possible, try not to drink it alone. Or drink it alone. Who gives a fuck? Whole bottles of wine. Makes the sadness uh -huh. go away. Um... <laughs> <laughs> have you two been fighting? Fighting? No, certainly not. <laughs> I guess I'm the entire Picard clan. Sorry about that. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, you're, I'm good with it. Go ahead, Renee. You know, you don't seem so arrow... Arrow... You know. Arrogant. Yes, arrogant. You don't seem that way to me. What does it mean anyway? Arrogant son of a... Let's talk about that later, shall we? <laughs> My ship will be ready to leave orbit soon. And I belong on board. Sorry. And I belong aboard. If I should ever doubt that again... I know where to come. Interesting. Counselor? I just find it interesting. Captain Jean-Luc Picard, the man who couldn't be pried out of his seat for a vacation for three years. It's Earth. It's home. Do I need another reason? I don't know. What do you think? Your help has been invaluable during my recovery, but... Look, I'm... I'm better. The injuries are healing. Those you can see in the mirror. The nightmares have ended. The nightmares have ended. All I need now is a little time to myself. I agree. In fact, I'm delighted you're going. It's just that... The choice of where you're going could stand some scrutiny. If you wish to believe, my going home is a, is a direct result of being held captive by the Borg, be my guest. Is that what you believe? I hate it when you do that. Captain, you do need time. You cannot achieve complete recovery so quickly, and it's perfectly normal after you've been through to spend a great deal of time trying to find yourself again. And what better place to find oneself than on the streets of one's home village? Interesting. Don't call me sir. I used to work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the specs and diagrams at home. <laughs> you look good, son. Put on a little no. weight, huh? Sure you have. Looks good on you. Still working out with those holodeck monsters, I bet. <laughs> I always thought you needed a little humiliation, or was it humility? Either would do. What happened here? I don't know who that was. What happened here? What the fuck right, happened ahead. to my fucking floor? <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> Helena. Back at the top. 
I'm afraid that Worf feels that we do not understand him. Well, part of him may feel that way. There's another part I've seen. The part that comes in and drinks prune juice. The part that looks out that window towards home. He's not looking towards the Klingon Empire. He's looking towards you. <laughs> That's the part that got me. That's the part that got me right in the dick. <laughs> right in the emotional dick. Ugh. You don't know, Robert. You don't know. He took everything I was. They used me to kill and to destroy, and I couldn't stop them. <laughs> I should have been able to stop them. I tried. I tried so hard, but I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't good enough. I should have been able to stop them. I should have. I should have. So, my brother is a human being after all. This is going to be with you a long time, Jean-Luc. A long time. You have to learn to live with it. You have a simple choice now. Live it. Live with it below the sea with Louis. Louis. Or above the clouds with the Enterprise. You know, I think you were right after all. I think I did need... I think I did come back so you could help me. Yeah. Do you know what? I still don't like you, Jean-Luc. Now take us home, Cameron. He's still out there? Mm-hmm. Dreaming about starships and adventures? It's getting late. Yeah. But let him dream, hmm? And then just cutting to a little boy sitting under a tree, dreaming up, looking at the stars. I just... I loved it. I'm so glad. I loved it, too. Oh. Well, how many bottles of the the 46 would you give this? (laughs) You're going to hate me, but this is also one of my fives. This is... Boy. It's... It's so good and does so much for these characters, for canon, for the next generation, and just for my well-being. So this is a five as well. I'll give it a 4.75. Hey! I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, you will. Wow, this is our highest rated episode ever, Dino. Well, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it, and that just leaves one last thing for us to do, and that's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. And for Dan to say, Keep on trekking. pretty good definitely didn't cry watching it
That'd be yeah, silly. Me either. Heaven forbid we express our emotions. Express our emotions. There are only three appropriate emotions for a man. Rage, hunger, and horny. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, That's it? <laughs> well, now that Dan has apparently gone back to the Dark Ages, there's just one last thing for us to do. <laughs> we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. So I'm going to say thank you all for listening. And this is awkward as hell. I don't know what's happening. Why are you going off script? What do you what do you think you are? What do you think you are coming? You're going to you're going to improvise in the middle of to be or not to be while you're at it. It's working just fine. Don't fuck with it, camera. I said the wrong part first, so I was trying to fix it for your information. Well, you know what? You I know didn't. I didn't. You didn't. You know what you did? You know what you did? You just ruined it. <laughs> Speaking of rage. Uh, Jesus Christ. Was that so Yes, it hard? was, Daniel. <laughs> uh, I, now I really just want to meet everybody's parents. Know. You know? Do we get to meet any more parents? Just tell me. So that's a yes. I guess you'll just have to wait and see. But, uh... Al, I want I want to meet I really want to meet Jordy's parents, which is fair. And I guess that's it because we met Daddy Riker, and Mama Riker's dead. Picard's parents are dead. Beverly's parents, I'm assuming, are dead. They haven't referenced any grandparents for Wesley, so uh, we've met Deanna's mom. We've met. Worf's parents. Yeah. And now we've met Wesley's dad as a hologram. So I guess really Jordy and O'Brien are the only like named regulars that we could conceivably still meet parents for. Or, well, I mean, I don't think we're going to meet Guinan's parents, but. Nope. She's like 500 years old. Spirit. <laughs> <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> A Secret Weapon Production.